0: Now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seed Red. Warn you.
1: Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. And I'm Aaron Illich. That's right, kids. After a long-ass time, we are back. And just to kind of throw it out there, this is episode 101. We've broken the barrier. People say that, you know, well, nowadays, anything after 50, something amazing. Yeah. We're, we're keeping on going. Um, just to let everybody know what's going on, we actually had to take a break Several things were going on. We're going to touch on those very briefly, um, but like the holidays, the, the holidays was the big thing. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot of gatherings. All I can say, yes. Um, because and anybody that follows Scene Red for uh, what the last few months knows that I, I went on this weight loss challenge, which I was thinking about before you got here. You know, talk, thinking about stuff to talk about. Yeah, I actually never said. I won the weight loss challenge. <laughs> That's true. You said it off
2: air, but you, yeah, yeah, you never mentioned it on the air.
1: Um, I started in at 298.4 pounds. And at the end, I lost 42 pounds. What well, was like 42.1, but just throw out the one pound. Yeah. The 10th yeah, of a pound. Um, and I won the challenge. So. For New Year's, now that I'm down to, for the first time in years, I'm actually in the 250s. I want to go down to like the 220s now. Yeah. That's where I want to go. <laughs> so, I'm back on the <laughs> diet again. This is day two of phase two. Mm-hmm. Well, uh,
2: Rebecca and I, we, well, Rebecca, mom, and I all are going to do this, this, uh, diet thing too. Um, but the way we're going to do it is for, like, uh, three months, do it, and then three months, uh, do it without, but work out. Right. But still eat healthy and stuff, and then go back three months, and then kind of like a a transitional phase.
1: Right, right, right.
2: Like a preload, and then an afterload. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what <laughs> I've done.
1: And it yeah. works. It really does work. Um, I'm trying to decide... Where do we want to start? See, kids, last time Aaron and I worked a podcast together, it was just him and I. It was the infamous episode 87. Yep. And that, well, we all know what that turned into. So, yeah. So no pressure there. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and uh, new rules, new rules to the studio, kids. You're going to hear a lot of that. Yeah. And that's because if I can smell weed next door, I can have nicotine here. Just saying. Yeah. As long as it ain't that stuff that sticks to your walls. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> so, this, now that we can smoke while we podcast, I think it'll be number one because we would take breaks. We'd actually stop for take like th- 10, 20 minutes, take a smoke break, take a smoke break. break, get something to drink, take a whiz, and then come back and be like, all right, okay, let's go. So, now I think smoking in the studio, I think, uh, is more we're going to get more time yeah
2: i, I think honestly it, it'd be easier because a lot of the times we we're having trouble getting back to where we were at you know okay what were we talking about Cause we, <laughs> we would talk about something else we would and then we go on a rant about it and then, <laughs> then we go back to the podcast and say, okay wait, 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 what were you talking about oh, okay we're talking about that and then you forget the shit that you wanted to say on the podcast i'm like fuck. yeah which we actually do a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh what, what was it I can't remember. Early December, maybe? There were, no, not early December. Maybe. I don't know. What? I can't remember. There was that, that Xbox One giveaway or something like that. Oh, yeah. And it was like a, uh, podcaster or podcasters. I'm not sure, but Rebecca and I guess Lacey went on the, uh, the stream thing that they yeah. had. And I guess somebody won it and they weren't even, it, they said to win, you have to be participating in the chat. And
1: be on. And
2: they weren't? No. They so, had no participation in the chat. They had, they weren't ever on and somebody won it somehow magically.
1: I just want to know. I mean, well, number one, if we were to give away free Xboxes and iPods and iPads and shit like that. Yeah. Our ratings would just be phenomenal. Yeah. You know, but listening to that particular podcast. I'm like, how the fuck did they even get sponsors? That's exactly what me and Rebecca were saying. We're like, who the fuck is this
2: person or persons? Uh, how do they have as many people, you know, for this podcast? What makes them so popular? And why do they have their own station on the High Desert Radio? And which is, is crazy because they suck. Their content they, sucked. Absolutely. And they sounded like a bunch of
1: retarded frat boys. They did. They did. In fact, Lacey and I were saying that, is that there, it was just like, you know, when you go to those parties, like you, good example, frat party, you just sit there and you get drunk and you listen to
2: playing some old music and shit, talking about grandmas and whatever. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? Their podcast had no kind of coordination whatsoever. It sounded like a stupid ass radio show. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to bash it, but that's just the way I feel about it, you know what I'm saying? Isn't is my opinion, I'm entitled to it, you know what I'm saying? Well, absolutely. Because- it's just the lack of content, the immaturity level. Yeah, you can be a little bit immature, you know, ha ha ha, whatever, fucking joke about it. But you have to have some kind of coordination with the podcast. Right. It can't just be like, we're going to jump over here, and we're going to jump over here, and let's talk about anal sex, and then let's fucking play some 80s
1: music. I'm like, what? Well, what? now don't get me wrong i like 80s music in fact i, yeah. have, I have 80s station on my ipod yeah on my I, uh, iphone not ipod but some of the shit they were playing was like wow yeah <laughs> i'm like oh my god what was that one what was it uh oh shit what was it was uh was it falling falling away mm-hmm. i'm like oh my god everybody's like, yeah, I'm like, no, just get to the shit already, please. <laughs> and that's what the people are listening for, just to give it away. Yeah. Which I, I'm appreciative because people that listen to us know we don't give shit away other than free audio entertainment. Yeah. And laughter. Yes. Um, can cheer m- of kids around the world now. <laughs> <laughs> can I bring up the big news? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, as of what time is it? Let's see. I don't know. I don't know. As of two hours and fifty eight minutes ago, I found out that I am going to be a daddy for the third time. <laughs> then a fetus pops out. No. <laughs> Wait a second. Um from what I can tell, Lacey is about a month pregnant. Um and it's complete. I'm like, wow. Honestly. It's, yeah. Because I, I'm 38. Oh, I'm almost 38. You know, I'll be of 38 in May. Yeah. Lacey will be 39 in November. Yeah. You know, so honestly, that... that. I mean, obviously, there's always a possibility. I mean, there's fucking people popping up pregnant in their 50s. Yeah, 60s even. Which is crazy. But it, it
2: just kind of... <sighs> the only thing coming out of them titties is...
0: Sour milk.
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe once you hit closer to 70 it, it turns into powdered milk, but. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, mama, you're gonna go to the store. Well,
1: mama, you gonna have to stay home. <laughs> but, um, that's, that's the big news, kids, is <clears throat> we knew that 2015 was gonna be something big. Mm-hmm. But uh, we we didn't know it was going to be on that type that of scale, big. yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have another Montoya running around, um, little Jedi. Lacey's on the ropes about the name. I I want the name if it's a boy. Yeah, I want it to be Anakin. Yeah, I really do. I would, but we'll just see how it it's goes. Cause, it's because she's not a Star Wars fan. She doesn't feel the nostalgia. The Force, yeah. The Force, you Luke. Use you the Force. <laughs> I was gonna say that's what got her in trouble for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Dead uh, air. See, that's what happens, kids, when you smoke and podcast at the same time. Yeah. You can't talk while you're ticking and drag. Now you're like. <laughs> so, um, so that's the big news right now. That's well, for me, that's the biggest news yeah um is we're going to have another baby um other news that's going on is the, and I've been waiting to say this and I wish Rebecca was here to enjoy this part the mungers is not dead <laughs> and it's far from being dead absolutely um what was it the 27th my 28th, mo- 28th was 28th. the 28th. Uh, the 28th, my mom, who is my co-producer, and a lot of people don't know this, but you know, she's working really diligently, and I'm very, very impressed with how hard she's been working yeah. with this movie. Well, she's got a lot of time, too, so. <laughs> That's true. Um, her and I went down, and we were invited to a um, Hollywood party, and we made some really good connections. Got to see Flashboarding. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. I have to bring mom in just so she can tell that one story. Yes. <clears throat> yes. She, uh, the way she
2: explained it, man, she was just, she had me rolling. <laughs> I was, I was irritated, but she said that and it was so dumb that it made me just like, I couldn't, I could not be irritated. It was just, that couldn't funny. help but laugh. Yeah.
1: Um, but we made some good connections. We made, uh, a really Big important decision as far as the movie. One of the things what we're going to be doing here in the next few months is we're going to be making a two minute trailer. Yep. And what we're going to do is not only are we going to put that trailer up on Indiegogo for you guys to watch it and enjoy it and maybe, you know, influence you guys to put a little shekels in there, you know, to help us make this movie. It's also going to some big funders. Yep. And we're not, we're not talking personal friend funding we're talking about professional hollywood funders that fund movies for a living and um you would be, you would be starstruck if you seen them just saying yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um you know that's I'll, I'll let me stick with the distributor thing and then i'll jump back to being star, starstruck <laughs> um so the movie is going to happen it is going to happen. It's not, I, I can tell you right now, kids, it's not going to happen in February like we planned. No. But I can say with all sincerity, it's going to happen in 2015. Mm hmm. And I have a feeling it'll be pretty popular. I do too. Um, anybody that, if you're like a first time listener just coming in, maybe, um, go listen to episode 86 87. and 87. Um, and you can enjoy that. I made a... Where did I put it? Oh, you can go to uh, facebook.com slash themongers. And you can actually listen to... The podcast. The podcast. Yeah. I, I merged it together.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen that. Go to two, was it, You already gave them the link to the mongers, right?
1: Yeah. It okay. Right now, it's uh, facebook.com slash themongers. I believe it's the mongers or the mongers movie.
2: Um, One or the other,
1: or you could just simply, search it. Yeah, I was here. gonna say you could just simply search the Mongers. Yeah, and uh, you'll find it. It's a Canadian flag that says, "You know, what are you? What is it?" Um, We're in Canada. Nothing bad ever happens here. That's it. Yes. In fact, that's that's gonna be the closing shot of the trailer. Is I want to have Mark standing there after all this grotesque scene because I've decided I'm gonna make a red band trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then after the red band trailer, then we'll chop it down and make it a regular trailer. But yeah. I, I've got to make a red band trailer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So after all this horrid, grotesque shit that you're just seeing this two minutes, then it closes with Mark standing next to the car saying that, you know, mm-hmm. we're in Canada. Nothing ever bad happens here, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's going to... Well,
2: I I like the fact that you're going to keep it short because... One thing that is really popular, and I've, I'm starting to see this everywhere now. What's Within that? In the past two years, I would say teaser trailers. Not just a trailer, just teaser trailers. It's like a clip from a trailer to be a trailer. <laughs> right, right, right. So once we get the teaser trailer out. Then like we can, 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Do the movie, release the trailer, boom. Yes. Because then it'd be easy to just chop everything up. And...
1: Well, the hardest part for me right now is because I'm working on a character named um, Uncle Moses. <laughs> and um, he, Okay kids, here's an exclusive Just so happens I have an Uncle Moses Script pulled up here That I'm specifically working on And I'm going to share it with you Because this is the first intro to Uncle Moses It is interior Inside the Brashard house The washroom Ezekiel walks in next to the next room Unnoticed we find Moses Bouchard, 53. He is a very tall man with long salt-pepper gray hair with an equally long beard. His appearance is quite dirty with, let's see, dirt and dried blood. Uh, he is also wearing an, oh, let see, he's wearing an overworn pair of uh, work boots. And he's wearing a, in quotes, overworn pair of white briefs. You <laughs> so, gotta add skid marks. I was thinking about doing that. <laughs> 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 um, let's see. He stands at a large cutting table, chopping up chunks of meat. It appears to be beef with a large meat cleaver. Um, Moses is also wearing a very dirty, very bloody yellow apron. I don't know why I seen yellow. It was like the That, like, plastic apron? Yeah. That kind of shit. Um, Okay, you ready? You ready to laugh? Yeah. Okay, here we go. So he's sitting there. He's chopping up the the meat with meat cleaver, and he's Mm -hmm. talking to himself. I cook. I clean. I do everything around here. At the very least, I could be welcome to join everyone for supper. Ezekiel looks at Moses, quite amused, as he continues to chop away at the meat in front of him. Shit. They're having Americans join them at the table. We focus on Moses' hand as he clutches the cleaver tightly and swings down into the meat. And we're gonna, let me try that again. Take two. And we're gonna be eating them in the next day or two. Some freaking gratitude. Is Is that asking too much? Moses, still holding his cleaver, wipes the sweat from his forehead with his forearm, sarcastically. Uncle, <clears throat> hey, Uncle Moses, thanks for a delicious supper. Or, hey, Uncle Moses, since you spent all day in, in here cooking, let me wash the dishes for you. Or, hey, Uncle Moses. And that's where I'm at. <laughs> did I nail it? Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so that's where i'm at right now with
2: that when uh this comes out and it we'll we'll talk about who the character is based off of
1: <laughs> when, when the movie comes out yeah
2: people are gonna be like oh, this is pretty funny
1: i wonder how they got the character idea oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i could put now now since it's based off of him i can we can open with Inspired by true events. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> I wonder if he, when he sees that on the screen, I wonder if he's going to pick that up right away. Probably not. You don't think so? No. Be like, I can really relate to that Uncle Moses guy. That's kind of weird. I can relate
2: to him. Oh, yeah. He might be able to pick up on that, but inspired by true events, he'll probably be like, mm. I don't think any of that was real. You (laughs) know how he is.
1: Yeah. Um, he's a weirdo. So that's what I'm working on. Plus, uh, some other stuff. I'm trying, I'm still trying to sell my comic books. I just scanned them. The important ones up on, um, the computer I scanned them in. So I'm going to put them up on eBay probably tomorrow and I'm going to sell those off. Cause I've got to, you know, I got to come up with the money to, Mm -hmm. make this thing happen and and though our cinematographer is just being very very gracious and patient um (laughs) yes and for this he is not charging us yeah for making the trailer now when it gets down to making the movie oh yeah he's gonna charge us oh yeah but he's doing this part for free yeah so he's he's he he, honestly he wants this to happen
2: i I think that's (laughs) literally you know okay yeah we can see your situation you know he has, uh, what do they call uh,
1: drawing a blank. What do you, give me a, a detail, what, what do you mean? He has... Explain what you mean without saying the oh, word. Oh, um, kind of like empathy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: Because he can see, like, where the situation has gone from and what it's going to. Right. And he can see, you know, we're trying to make an effort to make it happen.
1: Yeah. So... That, for that, we thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. And it's it's just one of those things where, and I think Aaron feels equally about this. Is that if this doesn't get if this doesn't happen, it will be something that will nag me for the rest of my life. Oh yeah. Mhm. And I I can't I can't. It's nagging me. This. We have to do this. I was gonna say it's nagging me right now. Yeah, it's like
2: I wish we had the money. Wish we had the money. Wish we had the money. Gotta make the money. Gotta make the money. But it, it you can only do so much with right. what you can right? until the resources are available. So that's how I feel about that. Honestly, I know it's going to happen, and I know it'll be a success. People will probably
1: be like, eh. Well, let me bring up something here because there was something mentioned at the party, and I'll, I'll jump back to the party here in a minute. But they were saying that they were concerned because I, I'm a first-time director. Now everybody's got to start with somewhere. Although Um we came up with okay, let's let's just be honest. You and I created the majority of the story. Okay. Yeah. But what I did is I took the content that we took, you know, that we created, and Rebecca did in the you know 86, but she wasn't part of 87. No, yeah. She she put a lot of input in 86, like she gave
2: she she gave a lot of really good ideas. Yes. And we just worked off of that. Yes.
1: So but here's the thing, is I sat down and I wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that means I had to see the images in my head to write the script, right? Mm-hmm. So I already know what the shots look like. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. You can't mm-hmm. you can't paint a picture without a picture in your head. Right. Okay. And we all know my past as a comic book artist. Mm-hmm. I draw panel to panel. I did it for a long time. I've drawn. And you, yeah. And you put every shot that you want on each panel because that's what you do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I guess what I'm trying to get at is the fact that even though I've technically, and I'm doing air quotes here, kids, I've never directed a movie. I've directed things.
2: Yeah. You know, the, I know,
1: you know the shot yeah. I want.
2: Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to, like I said, everybody has to start somewhere. You don't have to have experience to know what you're doing as a director. Yeah, you kind of have to know what's going on with, like, all the mechanics of everything happening, like, the lighting, the the audio, everything. But in a creative aspect, you know what you want. You're going to achieve that because you know what you want. You know where to take the shot from. You know what you want, how the lighting, how everything sounds, how everything looks. Right. And you add that as a whole. You're already a director. You don't have to fucking have experience.
1: Well, and that, and let's just be honest, too, is like, okay, I'm going to get more of an original feel for, from the script to my vision on the screen. Because, again, I, I, co, or well, I co-created the story, yeah. but I, I, screen, I wrote the screenplay. So the authenticity of the story is me. Yeah. You know, because I put it into screenplay. Now, I would be more consistent with the actual story base and the feel and the look that's in my head as a director than if I were to go hire... Somebody else. Somebody else, yeah. Yeah. I was going to go... Because then they could take that whole... Everything that you've done, everything
2: that you've written, and make it... Something different. Yeah, completely. It'll still have the same looks, but it won't have the same feel. It won't be anything that you thought. Right. Right. It'll be somebody else's. Okay, well, instead of doing it from like this, we're gonna do it like this, and then you're just sitting there like, what? Yeah. See, and you lose, you lose it. Yeah. With other people, because then every, yeah, everybody's gonna be like, well, that's not, you know, what we read in the script. Well, that's the way I want it. What? (laughs) Yeah. What? It's like Peter Griffin directing. (laughs) (laughs) Legit. Like if if you've ever seen that episode of Family Guy. Where Lois becomes the director of the, uh, of the opera house or whatever. Yeah, it's the she, playhouse or something. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, well, you know, you can help me up a little bit, blah, 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 right? And then he takes over the whole thing and fucking changes it completely it, adds, makes like, it
1: aliens and a uh, Peter, uh, Peter Griffin production.
2: Yeah. Yes. So if you've ever seen that or if you, if you're trying to get your idea around that, uh, I'm sure they have clips of it on YouTube. Just type in Peter Griffin, director, uh, The King and I. Yeah. yeah. And you'll see if you've ever seen, if you know what
1: The King and I is and then you see that and you'll be like, okay, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. Yeah.
1: The only thing consistent with it was the name. Yep. But I guess that's what I'm getting at is the fact that, um, I think that I'm going to surprise a lot of people with my directorial debut. I think so too. I honestly, like I said, um before
2: you went to that party, I said, you know, and this is no offense to people, you know, from Hollywood, but Hollywood people are like dogs. Anything different, they can distinguish immediately. Right. So if they know, okay, yeah, you're a new director, they have concerns, obviously, because they they have past experience. They've done this for years. Right. And they're like, well, you know, we're not really, you know ecstatic to see you direct because we know that you're a new director. But we know people that can take you in the right direction. It's like, I have a creative eye. You you know, well, you have a creative eye. I have a creative eye. But since you're going to be directing it, and you've, like you said, you've done comic books, you've written literature right for years. So if you can't direct a story, then you can't direct a fucking movie.
1: Right. Plain English. Right. Well, and it's funny, too, because when you think about it and you've read my comic book scripts yeah. as a com, I was just talking about as a comic book artist, but let's think about a comic book writer, a comic book writer literally tells the artist exactly, exactly what to draw.
2: And now they have that shit ass backwards. They yeah, hon- I know. honestly, I know they do. they're like, okay, here's the panels, boom, write the story. You're like, but wouldn't that be you writing the story? Essentially. Why aren't you the writer?
1: And I'm the illustrator. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. That, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. But that's that's another thing is is that <clears throat> I I started as a comic book writer, and I did it. I still do it from time to time. You know, so almost 25 years I've been writing comics, and like you said, it it is. It's panel to panel, exactly what shot, what side shot. You mm-hmm. want a front shot. You want a dramatic shot. It tells everything that you need to know. Yep. Is Emotional. In you know everything. So I feel like <laughs> instead of writing it down on paper, mm-hmm. I just verbally say what you know yeah. because it's a verbal direction instead yeah. of a written direction. It's the same thing. And most directors write down
2: things that they say that way. You know, if they if anybody's like, okay, what what happened now? And it's like this 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 is exactly what I want. Doom 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 doom. You have to be organized with that shit. That's why I say you got to get a PDA or something.
1: <laughs> or write it down. Well, Dan and I are gonna meet up. Once we get the, the funding for the, the trailer, yeah, we're going to meet up and um we're going to do a shot list for the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then obviously down the road, we're going to sit down and do a shot list for the entire movie. Yeah. So that way we have, you know, I want a five, you know, widescreen side view, you know, some, I, the whole layout. Yeah. So it's not like just kind of a, well, I think I'm going to do this today. And I think so it will all be mapped out. Yeah. And then when you go day by day, you know, you, you kind of forget exactly what
2: had happened. So you have to recover material. Right. And then, you know, you can't work all week and then, you know, not have any breaks. And then when you take breaks and you get back to it, it's like school. You go to school all week, go home, whatever, dick around, play video games, beat off, <laughs> watch porn, <Bourne>, whatever. <laughs> exactly. You go back to school. You're like, okay, what the fuck were we learning again? Speaking you know, man, really? You know, <laughs> got to get started yeah. yeah. You're like, ah, oh, crap, man. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> Defib him from that freaking intelligence, man. We got to bring it back to him.
1: Yeah, really. So, but um, I know we've been yammering for a while on this, but I just want to give people out there the hope—the same hope that I have, that I feel um, about this movie. Yeah. Because I know we came in. What was it, episode ninety nine? I was just like, "Fuck," you know, end of the world. I was depressed, and yeah, for the first time in two years, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even want a podcast.
2: Yeah. That legitimately he's like i i i can't do this, I can't do this today. I was sincerely we, depressed we can we can try it tomorrow, but i I cannot do it today that's the first time I've ever heard him say i don't want a podcast
1: ever <laughs> I don't want a podcast <laughs> no, no, I was going to say it's uh currently as we're recording this it's eleven twenty at night I've been up since six o'clock this morning and i'm, st- I'm i like podcast. Let's go. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> now, because I'm sitting here talking and yammering about being the director, what are your thoughts? What do you feel as far as being one of the main antagonists?
2: I like it. I like to be the bad guy. Because I'm an asshole in real life sometimes, and I can play the bad guy very well. I'm, I honestly, if people look at me, I don't look like I could be a good guy.
1: That's true. That is. Yeah. I look like,
2: like I'm pissed off at the world most of the time, but it's just cause I don't feel good. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I honestly, I believe that people, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> when I was going to uh school in Nevada, I went to this, uh this school and it was a women's prison. What well, used to be a women's prison. No shit. Yeah. And I would go there, you know, I'd have my headphones kind of like these ones. I'd have them on. I'd have my music blaring. Right. And then, and, Lunch would come, you know, blah, blah, blah. People were dicking around in the courtyard. Uh, I was just sitting there listening to my music and shit. And people, people would see me because I'd, I'd have my big, uh, Dickies overshirt on. Mm-hmm. You know how that looks. And then I, I you know me, I'd, I wear my Dickies shorts. Right. And then I had, um. I think I've only seen you wear pants like twice in like <laughs> two, two, three years I've known you. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't wear pants unless my my legs are like freezing ass cold. And I'm like, but what I'm trying to say is like, I'd walk a certain way. You know, I'd keep to myself. People would just look at me like that guy looks crazy. Like what's wrong with him? Nobody talked to me. Nobody talked to me ever. And I think that's why, because if you look at me, I look like somebody you don't want to fuck with.
1: <laughs> right. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to like say anything here. I'm just saying that's well, just what I look like. Well, you know let's put saying? it out there. You're what? 6'2"? I'm 6'2". I'm probably close to 300 pounds than I was last week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not because we don't have any food at the house, but, you know, but I'm 6'2". Uh, I have really broad shoulders. You look like a,
1: a linebacker. Yeah. I was a
2: linebacker when I was in high
1: school. No shit. Yeah. Ninth grade. See, there you go. I called it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. My friend's like, H- how much did, uh, did you bench? So I'm like, I, I maxed out at 350, but after that, my arms couldn't do it anymore. It's because the way, the way my body's built, I'm double jointed in my elbows sometimes uh-huh. and they'll, 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 uh, pop in and out of place real fast. So I topped out at 350. And then leg presses <clears throat> before my knee got jacked up, I would do 650. And then the, um, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, the, the rush machine, uh huh, where they got the, uh, the pads when, on the front of it. And then they have the weights on the, yeah, when they have the weights on the side. I had all the weights on the side plus people sitting on them. And I'd be like, I was pushing that thing back as hard as I can. And I'd, I'd get with like an inch of pushing it back all the way. And the coach was like, Boy, you better be careful. Don't hurt yourself. (laughs) You know, it's funny because I didn't know that he was the ROTC, uh, instructor too. So when I got out of football, because, uh, I had, they were letting me use the pads that they already had. Right. And my grandpa had already agreed, you know, he's like, okay, I'll buy you the pads, you know, I'll buy you the jerseys, you know, the cleats and everything. He got me the cleats and, uh, he was about to pay for the jersey and the helmet and the pads and he never paid for it. Uh Ah. So they're like, well, we can't let you play if you don't have your own gear. So I was like, oh, fuck, man, all that work, all that work for nothing. Cause playoffs were about to hit. And he's like, well, I, I don't have any money. I can't, it was like $2,000. Ouch. And I couldn't, I was like, dude, cause we'd have practices, you know, we go around the school workout, you know, do, like I said, practice. Sometimes we'd have, um, drills, you mean? Yeah. Well, we'd have like practice. We would have like the the team split up one one side of the team on the other side. Of the other, you know, it's like you know fight your own people so you know your own foe. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right, right, right.
2: And the people they were really, really good guys. Couple of them, like the the quarterbacks and the um and the I can't remember. It's been so long. Fucking uh, sh- straightforward forward. Mm-hmm. Those dudes, were the runners. Can't remember the name. I call them runners. I was like, hmm. Well, they were skinny ass dudes, man. They thought they were hot shit. <laughs> I was like, dude, you don't want to fuck with the linebackers because you'll find your shit up at the <laughs> top of the fucking locker room. I was going to say, get your ass right <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, they were fun. And then, I, like I said, I, I couldn't do it. And then I went into ROTC in 10th grade. And, uh, the coach was like, oh, hey, Illich. I'm like, hi. He's like, yeah, I run, I'm, I'm one of the instructors of the ROTC room. He's like, really? He's like, yeah, I'm senior chief. I'm like, what? Yeah. So I, I had him for, uh, my classes too. That's cool. For ROTC. He's a, he was a really, really nice guy. He's, he got, he had a hot temper, but man, he, he could push people. Like he, he could have been a professional trainer. Mm. Honestly. But the guy was so short. He was like five, eight. It's like,
0: dude. Badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10-50% to off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger. Badder. Better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart.
1: What do you foresee with the movie? I'm I'm trying to dig into what you think. Because you really haven't talked about much about the movie. Honestly with me, anyway. Honestly I think it it it'll be good.
2: I will do my part for sure. I'm gonna try my damnedest to make sure I look like a gritty motherfucker. Um, I think you're gonna be able to take people in and give the best out of them. Because that's how you are. You know, you're you're a good talker. <laughs> so <laughs> you're a good talker. So you can you can definitely bring out the best in people. It's like, okay, we need this. You know, I, we we want yeah, you know, <laughs> like you were doing the other day. Tire face, Lion face, sour face, sad face. Uh, what was that for? I don't remember, but yeah, you were just like. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, it was, it was it was the day that you were going to the party. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But uh, it it was. I I believe that you'll. Take it in a direction that it needs to go. Um, I I, I don't know what the other people think about it. To me, honestly, I just go with the flow. I want to partake in this because it's something I want to do because I want to have a career. Because you know me, I want to be a voice actor.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: I want to get this experience under my belt and then do EKG, you know, on the side, you know, and then go back and forth between both things I like, serious play and then semi-serious play, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But I, I honestly, I'm excited. I'm I'm with you. I'm like itching. I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm
1: ready. I am so ready. <laughs> You're like frothing. I'm like, the movie. But it's it's come to the point where it's like that's. I'm trying to like make myself not think about the movie every day. Yeah,
2: that's how I am. That's how I am. And it's funny because when it comes time to do the movie, you'll just be like, "Is this happening? Is this is this?" Is it, not even the movie, just the trailer.
1: Are, are we doing this? We're doing this. You're, we're doing this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, uh, I think it was, I know who it was. It was Russo. Um, he was, I shot him a copy of the script and he's like, this is like Tusk. I'm like, no, this is our movie. How the fuck is this like Tusk? Now, number one, let me just mention that I have Tusk in the Blu-ray player right yeah, now. Right as I walked in to come to the house, he was watching the behind the scenes on Tusk. So Okay, but I mean and I yes, that is a compliment because Kevin Smith is my favorite director. Okay. Yes, so, that is that is a compliment to me. But reality is reality. How the fuck is that even remotely to to Tusk? It uh, to me is not no. I seen Tusk. We all seen Tusk.
2: You've probably seen it about four times since you got it. <laughs> um,
1: it's nothing close to Tusk, other than the takes, fact that it's in Canada. That's it. That's yeah. the only. And let me just put that out. You know, you, you know, I know, I know you do, but the listeners don't. This is how it took place. This is how it started in Canada. Is Mike Lutz. Uh, Rob Bellamy and Jason Bouchard, movie madhouse guys, they live in Canada. Mm-hmm. That's how it started. That's how it ended up in Canada. It yeah. had nothing to do with Tusk because, number one, we recorded it... like Before Tusk even came yeah, out. Yeah, so we hadn't even seen the movie. Yeah, before the trailer came out. What the fuck mm-hmm. are we talking about? Before the trailer for Tusk came out. And um, it, was, it was based... In fact, in the story, it talks about you know it'll ask where they're going, and they're like going to Chatham, yeah, and that's where they live is Chatham, 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 Ontario. So that's where the the whole Canadian thing comes from is from those guys. It wasn't me trying to imitate or knock off a Kevin Smith idea. It, it was me kind of giving them homage because they're they're friends of ours. Yeah, I mean, even though we've never actually met them in person, you can uh, that you know what? Fuck that.
2: You know, I've been friends with this guy over PlayStation Network, the Internet. Right. For close to eight years now. Okay. You can have best friends over the Internet. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't have to meet face-to-face. You know, you can video chat with them. You can just voice chat with them. As long as you you guys talk to each other and you like each other's companies. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It it doesn't matter. That's what I believe. Because most people nowadays... Ain't nobody can be your fucking friend. No, nobody. You can't trust anybody to be your friend because they'll just end up backstabbing you. Oh, do I not know this? Yeah. (laughs) I tell Rebecca (laughs) this every day. You know what I'm saying? I know, you know, she knows. We all know. Right. Unless you're blinded. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or you just, you're not smart enough to realize that people can take you for granted and you don't, you think, oh yeah, you know, they're good at heart, whatever. No, no. People like to use, and I've noticed that. And quite frankly, if you can't catch on to that, you better watch out. Oh yeah, definitely. So,
1: but that was kind of it. That was uh, what I want to throw it out there: is that I, it was not a an. an now, <clears throat> no, I'll leave that alone. But, <laughs> but it, the whole Canadian thing was not from um, Kevin Smith's Tusk. Let's see. There we go. Thank you. You're you welcome. Um Anyway, jumping back to the party. Now there was a party, and, and it was it was mainly TV stars. There, there weren't any movie stars that I, I saw. Um Number one, they're they're all shorter than I, you know, really thought. You know, shorter than you anticipated. Yeah. Well, okay. Look at Branscombe. Okay. Did you? I almost, I seen a picture of him. I was like,
2: this dude is ready to go back to the west.
1: <laughs> But um, looked like he was from a rodeo. I was like, "All right." But on obviously on TV, yeah, he looks like he looks huge. You know, yeah, he looks like a big guy on TV, and he's our height. Is he? Yeah, he was wearing boots. Uh, -uh. (laughs) No cowboy. (laughs) Yeah, he was wearing cowboy boots, (laughs) and I was wearing just this flat, you know, dress shoes. Yeah. And at, even at that, he was just a smidgen hair taller than me. So, barefooted. I think it's funny when I wear boots. It's like,
2: I, for whatever reason, boots make me stand up straight. I don't know why. I've always had a problem with my back. Probably because I, I pulled a muscle in it when I was in seventh grade and it never healed right. Because mm-hmm. my parents never take me to the doctor. I mean, we've had this discussion before. You know what I'm saying? That's why my knee's messed up. But... uh. I pulled something in my back in seventh grade and it never really healed right. So I'm always, you can tell I'm always slouching over because of my back and nobody believes me that my back hurts, but you, you know, you sit in a position for so long, you, you have to move. Oh, absolutely. And especially for guys, if you don't know this, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, if you sit on your wallet, chances are you will have back problems because it twists Psyatica. your spine. Yes. Yes. Sciatica. Yep. That's exactly what it is. So, no, but yeah, we talked about that. If you don't know, there you go. But <clears throat> on a side note, um, whatever it is, like I said about boots, it makes my back stand up straight. It makes me stand up straight, so I look like I'm four or five inches taller than I really am. You know what I'm saying? Right.
1: So I'm like, oh. I used to wear biker boots <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> yeah.
2: I used to wear um when I when I was in ROTC and then P P E, I used to wear um work boots non-slip mm-hmm. work boots and i was like yeah they give me traction on the track because most of my shoes were worn out like you you wear skater shoes for so long, or any shoes for that matter for so long you start to get holes in them and right right not. and the soles <laughs> in them were like you could feel every little rock on the ground you can run on the track
1: it's like boom, ah, uh, oh yeah uh, well, uh, i feel you those shoes that i got I'm back wearing my old ones because those other ones were talking to me, <laughs> yeah. and they were new. I Mom! no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Damn it, Mom! No. Damn anyway. it, Bobby! <laughs> dang it, Bobby! <laughs> what did I tell you about playing those dang bitchy games? <laughs> oh, shit. I know. I, I do that to Rebecca all the time. She's like, oh, my God.
1: Stop. Stop! Um shit what was i saying i don't know oh about height Uh,
2: oh yeah talking about everybody's height at the thing you thought they were bigger yeah except there was this one asian guy i swear to god i seen the picture of him oh my he looks he looks like an asian version of of the old guy off of up (laughs) 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 right i was like oh my
1: gosh look
2: Uh,
1: i guess that's the one that was hitting on mom
2: yeah She's like, I don't know what he was trying to say to me, but it was f*n this and s that and f*n f and f and f and f and then David walked over here and he just walked away. He he just stopped mid-sentence and walked away. I don't understand.
1: Was he trying to hit on me? I just Ooh. No, but no, Well, we won't say that on the air. Just in case anybody from the, the parties listening to our podcast. But uh I will say that Mom had her eyes out on uh, a couple of different people. Oh, I notice. Especially uh Sam. are we think are we thinking the same thing here? <laughs> Wait a second. Uh Mm-mm-mm. I'll mm-mm. go. I'll just do this. I'll go.
2: Flash. Ah! <laughs> uh,
1: defenders of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Sam Jones was there at the party. Yeah, like, just to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was surpri- I I got to meet some people, and it was funny because you never think when you're a little boy or even a teenager, you know, middle age or mid teen. And you're watching these shows, you'd never think that you would meet these people in real life, no. especially out here, you know, where we live in in the middle of nowhere, yeah, and, no man's land. And and meeting these people and becoming associated with, I mean, it's cool because like there's a few Hollywood names that are in my phone, yeah, you know, and they are they are friends now, they are associates, and it's just really cool to to have that opportunity to. Yeah. I was thinking, it, it takes you back to the nostalgia. It does. You're like, ah, no way. When I seen Branscomb, I thought of, of Randy, you know? Yeah. Um, because, <laughs> yeah,
2: you guys <laughs> used to watch Western sea. <laughs> and, Uh, he, oh, if he was alive, he would, he would have had the time, time of his life. I, I, I'll, you, you would have took Randy. <laughs> I know you would have took Randy. You're going to take me to that boy. <laughs> You know, I got to see uh walk up Texas Ranger. I mean, I've never, I've never, since I've been with Rebecca and you guys, I just, I've always wanted to, you know, have a chance to talk to Randy at least once because Rebecca always talks about her dad mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, what you remind me so much of my dad. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, he would say the, the weirdest, funniest shit and just make me laugh. He
1: had a very good sense of humor. He really did. <clears throat> but yeah i I could totally, because he loved Walker Texas Ranger, he loved the renegade, um you know he was he was all into that, and yeah, Bonanza, uh the rifleman, well, there at the end he he was getting really into the old westerns, but when I was growing up, <clears throat> he'd always liked Chuck Norris, um, and he's always he always liked Harley's. Yeah. And Lorenzo Lamas, who was the lead character in Renegade, he always rode a Harley. And that was one of his things that he, he picked up on was, um, you know, the Harley, the riding the Harley. Yeah. So he always, you know, he always talked about getting a trike. <sighs> he, he never wanted an actual motorcycle. He, he wanted, uh, a uh, trike. A trike. Yeah. Because I guess he, uh, back in the seventies or eighties, he actually, was in a motorcycle accident and like crushed his face. No, it it crushed his face. And I guess he had to have some type of surgery. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you know, he was like, "I'll, I'll get on a track, but I'm never, you know, I won't get on a motorcycle. Yeah.
2: That's how I feel. I mean, getting on a bike would be cool, you know, cruising down, you know, the streets and stuff like that. But honestly, more people drive retarded now. I just, honestly, I don't, see how they have a (laughs) life. I know (laughs) The (laughs) people. I'm just like, seriously. Oh yeah. I was just like going
1: 25 and a 40. I'm like, come on. Oh, worse than that. Going 25 and a 55 going down Apple Valley road. (laughs) That shit pisses (laughs) me off because it's a one laner. You can't pass them. You can't pass them. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, I want to get to work on time, you know, and I leave 25 minutes early just so I can get there on
2: time. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, when we were coming down, I can't remember, was it uh, Tussing Ranch, I think? Mm-hmm. There was this guy, we were coming home from uh, taking Evangelina to school, he was in a a new Camaro, I think it was a Camaro, or a Dart, whatever one, one of the new ones, and he fucking flew past us like right around us right just went you know <laughs> sped up to the guy that was right in front of him on his ass the whole time and then traffic was just coming by coming by coming by coming by coming by coming by and this guy knew he's like oh my god that guy flew past those people behind us right he and he caught on like i said he drove so slow just oh. for that guy, because there was so much oncoming traffic on the other lane, right he drove so so he took like five minutes to turn he was like, <laughs> and the other the guy behind him was like you, you could tell he was like trying to trying to make him go fast." <laughs> He had a turn too, so
1: he was stuck with him the whole fucking time. <laughs> uh, I was like, "That guy got what he what was coming to him." <clears throat> yeah, because there's a, the only thing worse than driving too slow is driving recu- recklessly fast. Yes.
2: Oh man, we were going to Vegas one time. There was a guy. He was in a uh one of the new Ferraris. I think it was a new Ferrari Spider, something like that. Mm. He was going. He had to. We were going ninety. Okay, mind you. That's not speed limit whatsoever. We're going 90. This dude swung past us. You see him go. Just like standing still. Yeah. All the way down where state line is that whole road right there past that right past that bridge before state line. He went so fast that we couldn't even see him. He was already that far up. That's how fast he was. He was just weaving in
1: and out of traffic. What do you think about 140? Yeah. At least. 120, 140. You you hit something at 140 miles an hour, you're not going to just crash. You're going to (laughs) fly. You're going to disintegrate. Yeah. It's just the the whole impact. It'll make a fucking quantum leap into the next car. (laughs) It'll literally be like... (laughs) Dust.
0: (laughs) Oh,
2: shit. This dude's going down the street looking like an ashtray. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I was like, Oh my God. But what can you do? People got to learn their lesson sometime. And that, and it's so stupid because highway patrol is like never active during the day, only the night. Really? Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. Okay. They've been cracking down though. Cause we seen like six or seven of the highway patrol last time we went down to Las Vegas and it was at night. Right. But I'm like, Okay. Where's all the people during the day? Right. (laughs) When people are going really fast trying to go to the casino so they don't miss their bingo or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, And the worst part was it wasn't even a weekend. It was the start of the week. It was Tuesday or something like that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, seriously? Seriously?
1: Yeah. Nothing's that important where you're (laughs) not only endangering your life, but somebody else's. Everybody else's, yeah. But it doesn't matter how good the buffet is. <laughs> Slow the fuck down. I got three buffet vouchers. <laughs> one for every day. Whatever, dude. Um, before we wrap this up, one of the things that I wanted to ask you was, um, how was your, your Christmas? It was good. We,
2: we had a fun time. Uh, lots of eating. Hmm. Lots and lots and lots of eating. That's probably why I'm so fat now. I'm, just, I'm like... <sighs> Surprisingly,
1: but, I, I gained seven pounds. I don't doubt that at all.
2: <laughs> when you see food, you, especially during the holidays, you can't resist. No. <laughs> it's like, oh, what do we, what would you guys make for food? Oh, we got turkey, ham, uh, broccoli and cheese, uh, we have Double cheese. eggs. It, yeah, doubled eggs. Oh, yeah. Um, stuffing. Noodles with Velveeta and mushrooms. Oh, those were good, too. Yeah. Uh What else? What else? What else? Um Four different kinds of pie. Two
1: cakes. Believe it or not, I didn't eat none of the sweets. Really? Yeah. I just didn't. I, by the time I got to sweets, I was like, <gasps> I'm going to get sick.
2: <laughs> yeah. I couldn't help myself. The pecan pie from Costco is so good. It's like eyes rolling into the back of your head. You're like, ah, because I honestly I've never taken taste a pecan pie that good before. It's got like put a little bit of sour sa- or not sour cream, but whipped cream. <laughs> put sour cream <laughs> on that, you're gonna vomit. Put whipped cream on, just a little bit of whipped cream on it, man. You're set. I don't know, but the the cheesecake that we had was really rich. Was it? Yeah, it was really rich. I just I had a big old piece
1: and I was like, I can't. I, I'm gonna be sick myself. And I'm a sweets addict. So, well, those both days, um, just to let the listeners know, on the 23rd, we had a Christmas dinner and a Christmas get together with over at uh, Aaron's place. And then the 24th, we had dinner here at my place. And then the 25th, we went to my aunt and uncle's place. Mm -hmm. Um, so literally we were eating for three consecutive days. Yeah. And I think (laughs) each place that served them. I think I literally ate all the deviled eggs. I love deviled eggs. eggs. Oh my god, me too. I was like, I, I, I the read. only thing though, I can, I cannot eat
2: cold doubled eggs. No? No. I I love fresh doubled eggs. Like, oh, you just make them, boom, put them on the tray. I'm like, I can eat and 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 eat, and eat those. I just whatever it is. I, it must have been one time when my mom was making it. She. I don't know what, it must have been like the taste from the fridge or something. Uh huh. But she made them one time, she put them in the fridge, she took them out, and they were like all soggy, and like, it, ugh. Whoa. No, you and don't. You like like shudder. That.
1: Yeah, I, know. Uh-uh. I like them. But they gotta, they have to stay covered.
2: Yeah. If they're not covered, absolutely. then I, I don't like them. But, mm-hmm. one time I tried a microwave
1: <laughs> one, and it exploded. I put it in there for 10 seconds, I was gonna say, can you tell that I'm back on my diet? We're talking about food. I know. <laughs> But
2: we we had a good time. Everybody was, you know... Cordial. Yeah. Um, People set differences aside. You know, everybody had a good time. Now, honestly, I was surprised at some of the people that came out. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, people... You know, family drama. Everybody has family drama. So Absolutely. So when, when, when people can put shit aside, see, you know, have a f- happy family get-together.
1: Yeah, there was no drama that yeah, day.
2: It, it makes everything just play out. Very well. How was your
1: uh, New Year's Eve? How did New Year's go?
2: It was all right. Um, I played board games with uh, Rebecca and Evangelina. I, she must have got pissed off at me because, I, I, honestly, I don't like playing Monopoly at all.
1: My really, grandma, you don't?
2: My grandma made me play Monopoly for so long with her. I love Monopoly. And then, and then when Pogo came out and she got Pogo, she would make me play her Monopoly on there for her. <laughs> while she was drinking fricking margaritas. I'm like,
1: <sighs> Oh, the video game monopoly. Yeah. Uh, and then,
2: and then when, uh, McDonald's brought back their monopoly game on Facebook, she made me play that for her. And I was like, I am so done with monopoly. So when we busted out monopoly again, I was like, it's all, it, It's all right. Honestly, I just, it, I'll play it, whatever,
1: you know, <clears throat> I, um, I, I actually posted a picture of me during new years. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> You showed me, I was at work, and um, that was pretty much it. That was my years. I, I was working. He was topping off with a monster. Yes, yeah, so I was. <laughs> and I, I was just kind of a... Um, one of the things, one of my concerns about everything that's going on in my life, and mm-hmm. in your life as well, because you're tied in as much as, you know, yeah. as my life is vice versa, is I want to stay who I am. You know, I yeah. don't want... I don't like conformity. I don't want success to go to my head. I don't want to be, you know, a prick when this is finished. You know, I want to stay who I am. Yeah. And I think that being at the hospital on New Year's Eve, you know, instead of being, because I did get an offer to to go to Hollywood Mm -hmm. for a party on New Year's Eve. But, you know, I I have bills to pay. Yeah. Family to take care of. Yep. And another uh, one along the way. Yes. <laughs> and um that kind of that's how how do I say this? It it kind of keeps me grounded. Yeah. It keeps me to reality. Just remember who you are, remember where you come from. Yeah. You know, because remember when you remember. Exactly. Because I do believe with every bit of my being, my fiber of being that things will be different by the this time next year in 2016. Yeah, I believe it. Everything, everything's gonna I, be different.
2: I do too, because it's like before the new year hit. Like I said, uh, certified EKG tech now. So yes, I'll be having a job, driving a car, taking care of people's. So I honestly I can't wait to work, <laughs> <clears throat> but um, it's not that I don't like spending time with my wife but everybody has
1: to have their their time to themselves you know what i'm saying absolutely so absolutely um and come, I, come the 28th of this month lacy and i have been together for 20 years oh yeah so i i must out that anniversary kick now <laughs> <laughs> have you guys still had anything? no we got rid of that a long time ago <laughs> We still have ours. I think at like at the ten year mark, we looked at it and we're like, eh, no. And we tossed it. Turned green. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna eat that shit. Mm-mm. <laughs> Get salmonella poisoning or something. Yeah. <gasps> Too much junk. <tongue. laughs> but um, <laughs> but that's kind of my thing is is being at the hospital keeps me grounded, keeps me kind of reminds me where we're where we're headed, but also where we're coming from yeah because yes we get on here every week you know well we try to every week yeah and um we put on a show for you but you know sometimes kids life is hard for us yeah and we don't talk about it yeah that's that's kind of rule number one is seeing red we don't complain about our lives yeah and uh, we
2: all gotta live somehow you know we have to deal with everything just like everybody else you know if you listen it you have to deal with everything if you have no cares in your life good for you but responsibilities for other people,
1: you know, you have to take it one day at a time. Absolutely. So. And that's that's kind of way I looked at it. You really nailed that on the head, by Yeah. Good job. <laughs> um, that's the way I looked at it for New Year's Eve for me, and um, 2015 is going to be our year, brother. Yeah. There's- Big things happening in 2015. Big things, big things, big things, big dings. Big dings, big dings, big dings. <clears throat> so, my main concern is to make sure that this movie's complete by the time Lacey goes into labor. That yeah. just popped into my head right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cross those legs. I got one more shot to get. I know. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold, on hold on, hold on. Action. <laughs> <clears throat> Ooh. hey, I know where we have a baby now. Yeah. A newborn baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lazy. What? Get in the shot. <laughs> Damn it. Damn, I told you no. But come on. We have nurses. If <laughs> anything happens, we're covered. No. Yeah. Uh, we'll have insurance.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just popped into my head, you know, because we were talking about, you know, getting a mate, our, we're purchasing um, One of those animatronic babies yeah. for the scene. But, I mean, obviously, I want to be finished before the baby's born. But, yeah. you, know, you know, if not, it looks like we'll be able to save some money with the animatronic baby. We'll have a real live one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> <clears throat> Just remember that's my kid. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Action.
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't do anything stupid.
1: Uh, Fuck.
2: Looking at him the whole time, just like, (laughs) wide-eyed. You're like, I can see everything you're doing. You forget I have a screen in front of me. The vein starts popping. (laughs) Face starts getting bright red. Start grinding your teeth. Don't do anything. Oh,
1: shit. <laughs> oh man. Good times, good times. Yeah. We we'll always have a laugh. <coughs> Any closing thoughts mm-hmm. you want to go out on or
2: no. Mine.
1: Pretty good. We just pretty much talked about everything. I was gonna say I think we covered yeah. just about everything that's going on. Um the holidays, the movie, the party, the kid, the new kid. Um you're getting ready to start working mm-hmm. as a EKG monitor tech. And um and I bought Tusk.
2: Yeah. <laughs> start off the new year. Tusk. <gasps> <gasps> <No. laughs>
1: I know that you're like, <gasps> I gotta put it in now. Oh yeah. As soon as it at midnight if it it available mm-hmm. on the thirtieth, December thirtieth. I was like, <laughs> damn it, click, in chart, in, in chart, <laughs> or in cart, in, in cart, cart in <laughs> cart, in cart, in cart. I don't care how many times I have to put my credit card number in. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. And, uh, this is actually the, because I, I have a lot of, um, DVDs. Um, switching over to Blu-ray. So we're switching over to Blu-ray. Plus I now know how to load up all those DVDs into a hard drive. Mm-hmm. and play them wirelessly off the Blu-ray player. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I'll show you that afterwards. It's really cool. <laughs> um, All right, kids, come back next week, and Aaron and I will sit down and do it all over for you. Uh, for this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I am Aaron Illich. And if you're just one of those people that are just, like, not going to happen, no way, Canadian mongers, or Canadian deliverance, actually. Yeah then you will be seeing red.
0: See you next week. Welcome to seeing red. say we didn't warn you.